You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network. Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes post-game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lynn Merrill here with Steve Peters, and the Coyotes have won their 13th game of the season tonight, 3-1 over the Dallas Stars. Never thought it could be done. And well, yeah. should it be done, though? I know, like- right? Like, and this, you know, we were, before the game started, we were looking at the scoreboard and the Montreal Canadiens win in a shootout. And you go, oh my goodness, this is their chance. They're going to get within one. And they put together 40 good minutes of hockey again. And this is almost the same as last night where they put together a good game. And you go, oh my goodness, they're going to, they're going to, i tell you my notes. I'm going to tell you right now what my notes okay. were after two. My notes after two were they're going to win by outshooting a team for the seventh time this season. They've done better defending than they have in a month. They didn't need, a, need the goalie to be their best player and was a better all-around team effort. Absolutely. Threw that away because that was absolutely not true because they did it again. It's unbelievable. And I know they won. Let's, let's preface it by saying that. They won. They got two points. But but good grief, could they could they just not do that to us? <laughs> like for 20 minutes could they just not <sighs> I know that game was a roller coaster and it was one of those where we've seen them collapse in the third like the whole game I was like don't worry like they'll collapse they'll collapse and that third I mean it felt like that it could have happened because holy shit well, what a offensive battle by Dallas I mean Robertson missing that wide open net that that was Make or break. If Dallas scores that goal, I think this is a totally different ending to this game. Um, but well, how many in the third? I mean, honestly, there was Pavelski, there was Robertson twice, Radulov missed, and, and uh, clearly the Robertson one off the post was the the huge one. But they dominated that third period like it wasn't even close. No. And, and that first two minutes, I don't know if the Coyotes touched the puck, and you're like, whoa, fellas, like this first two periods were going great. What the hell happened? it's 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 again they won yay this comment pd disappointed when we lose disappointed when we win that just sounds like pd's attitude about everything i'm not not trying to be but it was things were going so well for this team they're possessing the puck offensively they're defending really well they're protecting their net front they weren't giving up opportunities through the blue lines dallas's rush was non-existent tonight like they did so many things right and it was they were they were providing offense and good grief they scored a power play goal 
Like it was, Finally. they were checking every box. Like, yay, things are going really well. And Wedgwood was good. He was solid through 40. Like he, he was okay. He made every save he needed. Wasn't, it wasn't like the difference maker in the first. No, two but he was good. But- in the third, he was really he good. Schmaltz was finally skating again, and there, there were so many things going right through those first two periods. And then in the third, I, I just hope this team finds a way. And, and you're right, we're talking about the rebuild. You don't want them to hang on, and you want it to go the other way, especially when Montreal wins. But oh, that was a close one. That was a close yeah. one. I tell you what, Wedgwood, after missing 19 days, he was lights out. Wow, was first, he good? Yeah, tonight. first game for him since February 1st. Um, and I'm sure that he wanted that one. Actually, his last game was the win against Colorado. So Wedgwood's on a little bit of a win streak, if you will. So we'll yeah, see what happens. Yeah. So we'll see what happens this upcoming week. Um, but, you know, I think throughout the season, we've talked about the Coyotes not being able to string together a full 60 minute performance. Um, we've talked about them having a good period here, a good period there. In some instances, a good 10 minutes. <laughs> um, so, I guess if you want to look at the bright side, that was 40 minutes of the Coyotes being the better team. Um, Yeah, that's good. The Coyotes outshot Dallas 12 to 7 in the first. um, Shots were even in the second. And then, like you said, the third period, yes, it was a Dallas offensive onslaught, but the Coyotes held on and win. And yes, a couple of lucky bounces went their way. Um, But sometimes it just comes down to luck in this game. And you know, I know that this isn't necessarily helping the tank, but this is 13 wins in 50 games. Like, let's just take the win. No, you're right. And there are so many good things. And let's talk about a few of them. If you go to the end of the first period where they had Fisher, O'Brien, and Roussel um, attacking the net, they had three or four opportunities in the last minute. That was outstanding. You had Mosier one-on-one with Sagan, and he had a good stick defensively protecting the blue line, outstanding defending by the young defenseman. Um, Boyd has two great chances in the first period, one off a Keller pass. Um, There were so many good things in that first period. It was really good to see the team play that well, especially after they stumbled a little bit in the third period last night against LA. And it's less than 24 hours to come back to Gila river and have a start like they did. That that was impressive. Like really good start for this team. And they came out and did it again in the second period. Kraus uh, drives the net, hangs around in front of the net. Just like last, literally just like last night. Same right, spot. He's right in front of the net, standing there waiting for a great pass, gets it in. And Schmoltz is skating again. And when he skates, good things happen for him. So hope he can catch fire again. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, they, you look at their goal, and their goal, the only goal they get of the night, what's Wedgwood supposed to do? It bounces off first at Pavelski, then hints and then hits Goss's bear on the foot. And then like had three players in front of the net. Like Wedgwood was absolutely lights out tonight. And if not for that, we won't even say the entire third period. We'll say 12 minutes uh, mm-hmm. of the third period where I think the team kind of took their foot off the gas. So maybe it was, like, there it is. And then the third race <laughs> of the night just starting. Jeez. Um, so, you know, you take 50 minutes, maybe, maybe, maybe 48 minutes. This team put it together. So it's a step closer. Um, there were a lot of good things. And I know I saw the attendance was announced over 13,000 today. So good news for this year. Not so good for next year. <laughs> I don't know where the hell they're going to put all those people, but, <clears> but uh, it was outside, good. And the weather's great. I'll sit outside and watch a game. Well, that's a good idea. Lawn chair, big screen. So this team, this Dallas team needs to win too. And you, and you, you saw their desperation in the third period. Um, you didn't see it throughout. 
And I think that's kind of the way their season has been going. It's been a roller coaster for these Dallas Stars. Um, this is a big win for the Coyotes. It's a kid, kid yourself. This is a team that's fighting to get in the playoffs. And now can you ride that? You're going to get a day off tomorrow because you played the back-to-back. And then you got to get ready to do it again on Wednesday because they're home for a few more. And you got some tough games coming up. Yeah. Um, LA is coming. Vegas is coming. So definitely tough games ahead. Um, one negative of that first period was um, Ladd leaving the game with a lower body injury. The Watts was asking any idea what Ladd did. I saw the replay. It, it kind of looked like he just got tangled up with the other player and tweaked something or fell awkwardly. He was helped into the locker room and did not return um, the team announced with a lower body injury. So I'm hoping it's nothing too serious. Did you get a good look at the play? You know, it, it wasn't a vicious hit. And I think no. even at the first reaction, the, the way he started to get up, I go, oh, he might have lost his wind because I think he was surprised by the hit. Um, wasn't vicious, wasn't dirty. I, I looked at his legs during the hit. It didn't look like anything you know, I, hell, I'm not a doctor. I know, big surprise. But <laughs> so it didn't look bad. And then he took his first stride and he go, uh oh. So that's where he felt the pain. And then he limped off um, with some help and he did not use his right leg. So let's hope it's not serious. This team can't get injuries right now, especially with the trade, line, trade deadline looming. And there's going to be not enough team. players on the Coyotes exactly. or the Roadrunners. Exactly. And I'm going to correct something I got to do from last night's show because we talk about how many mistakes I make and thank God we Did don't you do a say, on that. Is it when you said they would call up Mosier, but he's already yeah. called He's been up. playing. Yeah, yeah. Not only is he called up, he's I been playing. I thought about that today. <laughs> yeah, well, clearly, I'm going through that. And what the hell are they talking about? So he is playing. They cannot call him up. He's here and playing every night. So <laughs> he's playing so well. Here. They need to call him up again. <laughs> yeah, no. So call it's, it's probably, you know, and, and he talked about, Bill Armstrong talked about it in his interview last night on Valley Sports. And he mentioned Kolya Chonak. And may, maybe that's a guy to replace um, a bigger body like Bushkin or Cam Deneen, who's been here a, a couple times already this season. And maybe he gets to get back in the lineup or back um, traveling with the squad. We'll find out um, because they played again tonight down in Tucson. So they'll wait until tomorrow, especially with a day off. Um, so it won't be critical to get them moving until Tuesday. Yeah, the Coyotes have a couple of days off here. Um, well, back to the positives because I feel like there were a lot. Sometimes the Coyotes win. Sometimes the Coyotes win, and you're like, did they really deserve to win that game? And I do feel like this was one that the Coyotes deserved to win. Um, that Kraus goal was his 14th goal of the season, and it was his 100th career point. That's outstanding. Hey, good. So he's for just him. having a great season. And we got a chance to talk to him the other day when the when the dogs. <laughs> the show went to the dogs last week and he was, he would just, he was, he was just happy for the opportunity to get more ice time and to play more. And it's starting to show and reflect in his plays. He's skating well, he's getting to the net and he's getting points now. So I think this is a good sign for Lawson Krause. And let's hope after all the chips fall after the trade deadline, that, that um, number 67 is still in the Coyotes locker room. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's become kind of a, a core piece of this group. So really great to see him have success. Um, Watts said also his 50th career NHL goal. I did see that. So a milestone goal for him, 50th career goal, 100th point. Um, kind of crazy how that fell into place, but really happy for him. And um, Keller tonight also, I think he that empty net goal, was his 20th goal of the season. So there another milestone reached for And him. we're going to have to go back to our our, our pre-game or preseason predictions on how many 20 goal scores we thought there would be on the team this season. Um boy to have one already. Yeah, so through 50 games. I mean, he's on a pretty impressive. pace, especially for what this team has, you know, only 13 wins 
they've been outscored, outshot tremendously this season. So for Keller to still be having one of his best seasons ever is very impressive. Yeah, and you talk about there's 120 goal score. We just talked about Kraus with his 14th. Is six more unreasonable? No. No. I don't think so. Um, Schmaltz might have to go on a little tear. He's had nine. Well, but the tear might have started tonight with his yeah, three points. And how many games has he been out, too? So you look yeah. at his injuries and his point and goal total per game. Yeah, he definitely has it in him. So we, we sat there and thought, well, gosh, if this team gets one, maybe. Gosh, who knows? The one you want to start seeing put in the puck in the net is Kessel. Yeah, you, I you thought about that. hope he starts to get hot. You know, I know he's passing the for, puck well. Especially for out. his own sake because he wants to raise his, his trade stock. And, uh, you know, I think – he's probably frustrated not seeing the back of the net quite as much. Did, was that a Tyson Nash? Like, do I need to, the I just said of back net? of the net. I know that's in the, but we are going to do, <laughs> okay, we have to do this. We have 32 games left one night in studio. We'll do a live watch with a Tyson Nash bingo card. Yes. And back of the net is definitely in there. So we will, we'll, we will back of the net should this. just be the free space. <laughs> yeah. There'll be free space in the middle because he'll say it all night, but we need, we'll talk to the discord. We'll talk to the, the chat and we'll get what the rest of the squares will be. And we will get Uber and we'll be responsible and we'll have a few, um, cocktails tickle, tickle the twine tickle the twine's a good one losing your bucket the salad he's got to make a joke about his nose so we'll have to talk about that <laughs> so maybe we're gonna have you know what we could do we could have him jock strap <laughs> we could have him do all of them like before the the show he could record them all for us like and, and have we could have a squares and he could push on the square and it would say that saying i bet he'd oh do my that gosh that's funny <sighs> That's elaborate, um, but let's do it. I'm yeah, gonna... we, we will for sure do it. Um, well, we, we talked about Schmaltz. He scored tonight. Um, that was his ninth of the season, like you said. And I have to say, this was the first time. There have been games, everyone, where we've been so conflicted about King of the Game because we just are like, who deserves yeah. it? Who that deserves we've it? literally pulled it out of a hat. We've literally just said HK and chosen someone at random. And tonight was the first time all season long that we couldn't decide between two, but there for a are no good rules. reason for a very good reason, and yes. there are no rules. So here's our first king, Nick Schmaltz, DraftKings King of the Game, one goal, two assists. So he had a hand in all three of tonight's Coyotes goals. Great for him, especially because he had a little bit of a struggle. And um, I think this one was. Proven in th the third, we might not have considered this in the first two periods, but Scott Wedgwood, our second DraftKings King of the Game, 32 saves on 33 shots, 0.97 save percentage. So how about that? How about two that? kings. Two and both deserving, which is fantastic. I'm not, I'm mildly concerned. I'll have to call in the Deef, the Deef and Lock, to see if that crown placement was actually elite. Not, I thought it was great. I'm not sure. And I don't know the rules. Can it bleed into the green border? Is that acceptable? The size of the crown? Can it bleed yes, it can. I, I personally think it can. I've been putting... So for those watching or listening, um, Sean is not here. I am producing our show right now. So I did... Sorry. I yeah. did place the crown. You did. And you're pulling double duty today. So it's mildly impressive. So... You know, I'm just I'll leave you alone. I'm just doing my best. I tell you um, that one thing on the Dallas Stars side, you look at Robertson, um, that's a kid that's a better hockey player than I gave him credit for. Like he he was he's a really good hockey player. And he's you know, you used to think when you think of this team, you think of Sagan and Ben and Radulov, they are no longer the stars of this team. 
you know, it's 37 year old Pavelski with, with Robertson and Robertson's dynamic player. He, he might help turn things around there in Dallas in the years to come. For sure. And we talked about missing that wide open net, but just the fact that he was in that position of in any other scenario, that would have been a goal for him. And I have to say in the second period too, when Dallas scored 57 seconds after the Coyotes goal, it was like deja vu from last night when the Coyotes scored and LA tied it immediately after. And I like genuinely, I thought this is too good to be true. And uh, I was texting somebody that the Coyotes money line tonight. And I was texting, or not the Coyotes, the Stars money line, because they got burned by the Coyotes money line last night. And I said, don't worry, they'll collapse. And they didn't. And they didn't. No, it was good. So. It, it's a positive win. It, they needed this. They've, they've had a couple of tough losses in a row. Um, you know, so we, it's good. It'll, be, it'll make tomorrow's day off a hell of a lot nicer, getting a win. And you know what? Maybe they propel this into Wednesday, because I think they've now, over the last two games, they've played about five periods combined between the two instead of six. Um, so if they find a way to put three periods together, I, I'm curious to see I, I, what the status of, of Richie is, if when he's going to join the team. Yeah, he hasn't some, reported yet. No, there's some, and this is unusual for other sports leagues, but you got a guy that's playing in Canada. So you've got paperwork and immigration and you've got issues to get that player across the border. It's not easy. And, and Labushkin going the opposite direction is a Russian playing in America that needs to travel to Canada. It's not easy. And these things sometimes I've seen it last weeks where you couldn't get a player through Canada and, and, and now with COVID and all these rules. So we'll wait to see when he actually becomes a part of this team, but we'll see if he can give this team a little bit of a physical spark along with O'Brien who what did provide it tonight. Maybe it's a new element this team needs and gives some of the, the players like Keller a little more room out there. So excited to see him. We'll, we'll get an update um, by Wednesday uh, on when he'll actually join this team and, and join the lineup. For sure. Well, let's look at your keys because it's once again rare that the Coyotes accomplish all of them. And I feel like they at least accomplished one that I can remember off the top of my head. And that was broken record. Get the power play back on track. And the Coyotes did finally capitalize on the power play tonight. Petey, why don't you go through the other keys? You know, the defending the rush, this is this is a Dallas team that that's good through the neutral zone and gets a lot of chances from their defensemen, you know, Heisken and Klingberg. Um, and it didn't happen at all tonight. And this Coyote team has been susceptible off the rush, giving up scoring chances, continuing off the rush, and it just didn't happen tonight. I know the third period, though, but those are all in the defensive zone. So I thought they were great off the rush. Might be one of their best games that they defended the rush. Um and the quick transition off Dallas's turnovers, you know, I, I don't know if, if the Coyotes had a whole lot of rush chances there going their way, but they definitely won the, the battle between the blue lines. It was definitely to the Coyotes' favor between the blue lines today. So, yeah, I, I think they accomplished what they needed to accomplish to win. And usually what we say by now when they've won three to one is you say, oh, my gosh, the goaltender made 52 saves and they stole another one. I, I don't think that's the case today. They it's not the case. They did a lot of good things. They did a lot of good things today. That's not the case. Let's um, a little late for this, but let's pull up the numbers because the shots on goal 30, 33 to 27, honestly, not super lopsided. And the majority of those Dallas shots came in that third period. Um, and again, Coyotes productive on the power play didn't allow any power play goals by Dallas either. Um, so Good, good looking by the numbers today. Yeah, it's funny okay. when you when you talk about the shots and you go through two, it's twenty two sixteen, and they were 
they were doing really, really well. The faceoffs, you know, you, you, I looked at the faceoffs tonight, and there's a couple of glaring ones. Galchenyuk was one in five until his last round. He won a second faceoff, so he won two faceoffs. Um, I, I think Barrett Hayton's maybe still troubled with his injured hand. He's wins three, loses nine. You'd like to see f- around 50%. He was 25%. Um, you know, you got to get those numbers up. The higher face-off percentage, the more time you start with the puck. So it's, it's pretty obvious that you, you want to start with the puck more often. Yeah. Um, and, and Caleb said it right. We were talking about immigration, how long it took Libushkin to get here in preseason with COVID and coming in from Russia. So I'm curious to see how, how quickly he gets um, into Toronto. Sorry. And yeah. it, can we talk about that? we can wait we can we'll get there in two minutes i'm sorry um but the person here so obvious it's clear who lost their bet tonight um he's in oh. our chat <laughs> the defense lock did not come through today Whoopsie. um yeah but i think he's still doing okay in his bets tonight um on the DraftKings sportsbook app i believe the nba all-star game is happening as we speak so we'll have to see if sean's DraftKings pick of the week comes through but if you want to get in on the betting action you can do so on the DraftKings sportsbook app sign up using that promo code phnx but a dollar on any nba team and get 150 dollars in free bets if they win um, existing customers can bet on the nba with same game parlay parlays you can combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout there's literally so much that you can bet on DraftKings, like so many obscure obscure things um so be sure to check it out um we've seen some interesting tides turning in the nhl with certain teams so i feel like betting on hockey is very unpredictable but in the sense that you have to keep track of what's going on around the team rather than like the players themselves, if that makes sense. Um, so check out this DraftKings Sportsbook app. Bet a dollar on any NBA team when you sign up using the promo code PHNX. Get $150 in free bets if the team you bet on wins. That's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. All right. Let's talk about what you want to talk about. <laughs> no, I just I'm, I, I, the way I said that is that I don't want to talk about it, but that's not true. It no, no, more I get like it. your turn to transition the conversation. No, we got to see it. Shane's bets. He must have just put his whole bet thing up there. Like he lost. <laughs> Sorry, Shane. But but we talked about the trade yesterday, and Ryan Dezingle goes gets traded yesterday to Toronto Maple Leafs, and in the morning you wake up and find out he's on waivers. Wow. So now what? So. <sighs> Do I think someone puts in a claim for him, or will he end up playing for the Marlies in the American League? I wouldn't be surprised if someone puts a claim on him. Like he's only just over a million dollars. There's less than half of the season left, so you don't have much cash to pay out. Not much of a cap hit can provide a little bit of offense, some speed, and some energy. Um, so we'll see. See, look at all the updates because Labushkin he doesn't have to cross the border. See, I should have looked at their schedule. So he's staying in the States. Might not be able to get to Canada, but he can get there. But so I don't know what happens to Zingle. I don't even know if he leaves here. I don't know where he goes. Like, do you jump on a plane and fly to Toronto? Or or why would you bother? Because if you get picked up tonight by Ottawa, you're going somewhere else or or Buffalo. Or it, it, it's that's so hard. Not only are you leaving the team you've been with all season, you literally have no idea where you're going tomorrow. And it's funny that that comment, Yotes, go get him. They could. Like, <laughs> the, the coyotes could that would be chaos. Waiver. 
It would be absolute chaos. They claim them off waivers. And so it goes back to the point when we talked about the trade last night, what was the purpose of this trade? The purpose of this trade, and you can talk about Labushkin, but the money they wanted to make equal going out the door and coming in the door, this was about a draft pick. Yeah, and there's been a lot of people on Twitter saying, why didn't they the Coyotes just claim Richie off waivers in January? Well, that's the, the Coyotes don't they need the draft picks more than they need Richie is the bottom yeah. line. So they were able to help out Toronto and in return get the draft picks pick and which their choice. Um, and and then also get Richie. So it kind of worked out. And it is a bummer to see Labushkin and Dezingle go. I think Labushkin, especially for Coyotes fans, um, felt you know uh, an emotional connection to him. But it's just the reality of the rebuild, unfortunately. Yeah, and he probably wasn't going to get re-signed this summer anyway. Um, so it's, it's either now or later, and you get the draft pick out of it. So you're able to stock the cupboards a little bit more. I'm curious to see what they do with Richie, too, because there is the opportunity for the team to buy him out. Um, I doubt they do that because they still need 12 forwards to play and they only have three under contract. So you'd, you'd like to think that he would be able to play. He's an NHL player. Like he, he, he fits kind of what they were doing this year. He works hard. He's a bigger body can get to the net, provides some secondary scoring. So I think he's a guy that might be able to fit into the roster next year. We'll have to wait and see what the plan is with him too. It's, it's just, it's so much wait and see what the plan for all these players are because you can, it's nice to have all these draft picks. This is great. I mean, this is what Bill Armstrong has been trying to do, but at some point you need 20 players to get on the ice and play. And what brought one more player that we don't know what's happening with. Another player that we woke up to on waivers, Carter Hutton. So that, Carter. that, that kind of surprised me a little. Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on there. My guess is tomorrow he's going to be assigned to Tucson. Uh, he's not going to get claimed. He hasn't played. We don't know where exactly is he's at with his injury um, process. I, I know he's working very hard to get back on the ice. Um, and, and it might be just a, a matter of getting him down to Tucson and getting him to play some games. I don't know if he's ready to play right now, though. So put him on waivers, clear the cap space, get him down to the minors, and you know, I expect him to get assigned to Tucson at some point tomorrow. But as always, stay tuned for Craig Morgan to give you the updates at phnx.com because whatever happens to Carter Hutton at, at Craig, Craig as, first. At Craig as Morgan will have all of the news. Um, this comment from Tyler, DNVR subscriber here. Great to see the coyotes get a win. Even if you're on tank watch, I'm always playing for you guys. Thank you, Tyler. Thanks, Tyler. We appreciate I if he's that. At the DNVR bar. I wonder. I want to go know. there. They had a new film come out. They have a new um, photojournalist. I don't know what his actual title is, but it's really cool, the shit that he's doing on DNVR. Um, I want a bar. I want to have the PHNX bar. Get on that. <laughs> don't you have the poll? Get that done. Oh, man. Can well, we go on the league? Yes. Well, a couple things, because you talked about uh, Hutton possibly getting assigned to Tucson, and Tucson unfortunately lost tonight 4-1 to one, um, against Henderson. But Michelli did have a goal for them tonight. Um, and their next game is this weekend against Ontario. You're kidding. And guess who will be there? That's right. And you, you ready for this? Here we go. I am. Is this it? There it is. <laughs> oh, look at that. Look at that yeah, graphic. Yeah, yeah nice how come you get to be in the middle? I got to be the center. Well, you need strong, strong presence up the middle. So am I, I, I was wondering that am I the right wing or the left wing? You're the right wing because it's coming at us. That's good because so you know that I shoot a stick. I have a right shot. There you go. So you're a right shot oh, on the right side. It per it's perfect. So well, we're heading down yep, for real. We, 
We will be in Tucson this coming Saturday, February 26th at the Tucson Roadrunners game. So if you live in the greater Phoenix area, consider making the road trip down for that game. If you live in Tucson, we're coming. We'll be around the arena um, chatting with fans, chatting with players, chatting with coaches. We're going to do a live post-game show from the TCC, um, my old stomping grounds from working at the Roadrunners and for U of A hockey. So I am thrilled to be going to Tucson. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. And it's it's great because I'm, I, you see Michelli gets another goal. He's still one of the top scorers in the American League. And I, I'm so excited to see him play in person. Um, we saw a little taste of him in preseason, but that's not the same when they're they're playing for real. So playing the Ontario Reign, the LA Kings uh, minor league team should be a great contest. And I know, like I said, Leah knows some of the – they are a very rabid fan base for their – local Tucson Roadrunners. I know Leah knows some of them personally, so I hope we get to get some one-on-one interviews with Leah. Do you know the people that ring the cowbells? Do you know those people? Yes, I do. Okay, you have to go over there. Yep, there. It's right by the backup goalie. They're quite something. Um, So that's Tucson, but yes, let's go around the NHL because, first of all, big news, which thank goodness this happened because the tank would really be threatened, but Montreal won tonight. Their first time winning consecutive games this season and kind of a storybook for their goalie tonight. Yeah, maybe it's Martin St. Louis. Is it Martin St. Louis? No. What? That's getting them to turn around. Is that why oh. they're turning it around? Because of the coach? Maybe. I don't know. We predicted a, a little asking. coach boost. What happened with the goalie? He hadn't played in 145 Oh, days. the Hamburglar. Yeah. yeah, he picked him up from Minnesota. Good for him. Really good for him because remember that playoff run he had back in Ottawa, but geez, a long time ago when he was, um, when he got the name the hamburger and people throwing hamburgers on the ice. Any recollection, Leah? No? Yes. Okay. So then he gets Minnesota had him and Minnesota needed him. They had injuries. He, he was on the, they called him up. He didn't actually get an opportunity to play and they sent him back down to Iowa. And I know Montreal was desperate for goaltending, just desperate for goaltending. And, and maybe this works out. Maybe it's, you know, it's one of those marriages that, that comes together out of need and it, and it works. I hope so. I hope so. It's a good story. And, and honestly, whatever the Montreal Canadiens need to do to get some wins under their belt, we're all for it. Like, we'll take yes. it. Yeah. A lot of support for the Hamburglar. Yes. Uh, out here also, in also on Tank Watch, Ottawa and Buffalo lost tonight. And I know Edmonton isn't in the tank mix, but they kind of had their new coach boost. And tonight... Not looking so good. What's yeah, going not on? So much. Well, here's and here's what we talked about. Vancouver gets eight wins straight with Bruce Boudreaux, and you're like, oh my god, they might make the playoffs. Guess what? They're not. Edmonton gets Jay Woodcroft behind the bench. They win four straight, and you go, oh my goodness, here's here's Edmonton's push. But what I said on last week's show, they can change the coach, but you still have the same goaltending, and you still have the same defense. Mike Smith gave up four goals on seven shots. In 10 minutes, and the game was over. And now they're behind 7-2 to two in the third. They're actually out shooting the Minnesota Wild 31-20, but they're losing 7-2. to two. So, again, you get that bump from the coach, but it doesn't last forever, man. It just doesn't last forever. You get that bump, and you are who you are. And this is who the Edmonton Oilers are right now. They're a team that if they don't get good goaltending, they cannot win. I don't know where they end up in the playoff spot right now. Like, they'll have to address goaltending at the trade deadline. They cannot go in with this tandem if they expect to make the playoffs or at least out of the first round. They have to improve at the back end. 
I, I don't know. In Montreal, you know, you say the same thing with their coach now. He's got two in a row. Is, is that an aberration? I, I guess maybe. I, I, I want we'll Montreal see. to win eight games in a row. Yeah, would that be outstanding? And you know what? They might. They, they just might. I want it. them to. <laughs> it's, it, that goaltender can do it, and that's where it can happen. If a goaltender gets hot, and Hamburglar, Hammond does not have the ability to be an everyday goal in the NHL. Otherwise, he would be one. But you can come on and you can play 8, 10, 12 and get hot and give them a little bit of a boost. So let's hope that happens. And you know what? The more they win, the better we can feel about winning. Exactly. And that's why everything about this win tonight, it felt like the Coyotes deserved it. Montreal won, so you don't feel quite as bad that the Coyotes won. Um I don't know. I just enjoyed this one, honestly. Yeah, this was good. This, this, there were, there were so many positives. I, I just want to see them at one point play 60 minutes. That's what I really want to see. They may. Uh, <laughs> well, they may. They would have to do it before the trade deadline, probably. I know. Yeah, don't say that. It's going to, it's, it's four weeks and a couple of days, I think, from the trade La- deadline. Yeah. Last they night just, was, it's actually, a, it's the 21st. It's just uh, like about a month away. Month. Did you see was. Did you see what was going on in San Jose tonight? No. Did Jack Eichel? Oh. Jack Eichel? Jack Eichel scored his, not just first, but his first two goals. First two um, goals. Not only with Vegas, but just first two goals in over a year. Yeah. Um, and actually, that's a tease because later this week on one of our audio episodes around the NHL, we're going to have Jesse Granger on our show to talk a little bit more about Vegas and what's going on with them. So we'll get some more insight to the issues Vegas has been having, but also into Jack Eichel. So looking forward to that one. Yeah, I'm later. curious to see what their response, what his response is going to be and how he thinks they're going to juggle the salary cap and get all these players back and able to play. And, or, or they expect to get some guys and bodies out of there by the trade deadline. So I'm excited to have him in before the, the big Vegas Golden Knight matchup on Friday. And that's, an, you know what? It's a winnable game. And I know people... It, the, the Vegas Golden Knights think that, oh, they were going to win the Pacific running away and they're the team to beat. I, I don't know if that's the team that they are right now. You know, with the injuries they've had and the goaltending struggles that they've had, um, you know, Calgary Flames right now are in, ahead of the Pacific. And I don't know. They, they don't look like they're going backwards. They got to Foley there now in, in Calgary. So we'll see what happens in Vegas. So I, I'm looking forward to the update from them. And I really want to see how the Coyotes can compete against a Vegas team because they've played this Vegas team tough over the years and it's um, the rivalry in the desert. So I'm looking forward to yep, the, the duel of the desert. So we'll, we'll see how that one goes this week. Um, Craig is not joining us tonight. He actually took the night off is um, with his family tonight. So it's just me and Petey, but wow. Shane's being rude to you in the comments. Well, Petey yeah, looks man. good in blue. Psych. <laughs> She go to bed. It's Sunday night. Like, go. It's eight o'clock. That's well, your then, bedtime. Then go out. He's tw- in his twenties. Go out. Tell mom okay. you're taking borrow in the car. See if she'll let you borrow her keys and go out. All right. Anyway, back to what I was saying before. I I got distracted. That's my fault. Um. So Greg's not joining us tonight, but um, Greg is always putting out incredible stories on gophnx.com. So you can read those by becoming a member at gophnext.com sign up for a year membership get a shirt when you do um and the shirts are where's your shirt you always wear a shirt is it under that it's on yeah i got my okay, on 
you always have a PHNX shirt on, so I do always. appreciate that. Um, so check out the PHNX merchandise locker as well. There's some incredible shirts in there, um, not just for Coyotes, but all the teams. Suns are hot. Suns have a, an amazing shirt. Um, bummer that Chris Paul it seems to be out for a little bit here, but the emerge pod. I'd rather have Chris Paul out now than later. Anyway, this is not the Suns show, but no. go watch their show. They did address that injury tonight. So after this, you can go over to the PHNX Sports YouTube and uh, and watch their ad- address of that injury. PD, any final thoughts from this game or news around the NHL or anything? I do have on? one more thing because you were talking about joining in on the PHNX basketball show, which you should go watch and get all that update. But I might have to ask some of our younger listeners slash viewers to watch the PHNX ASU show, the Sun Devil show, mm-hmm. and take notes for me on what some of the language is and means. Because <laughs> what I'm do gonna you need mean? A, I literally am going to need an interpreter. What do you mean? Well, there's, I don't know. There, I have to go back to the reference about smoke. It's about smoke. They were going to smoke Bobby. I don't know what they're doing with smoking Bobby Hurley. I didn't get it. I don't get it. It was sus, but I'm not sure what that means either. But so suspect. I'm going to have to, oh, see, well, that makes sense. It was yeah. suspect. Can, we'll say the whole goddamn word then. It's a show. We don't get paid to like short and shit. We're supposed to talk. Don't say sus. So I need interpreters to watch the ASU show. It's a great show. They have a lot of fun, but I just don't get it. <sighs> Sorry, Deef. There was your um, PD rant of the night. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. So to re- to recap this game, it, it was it was forty minutes of really solid hockey, best defending they've had in a long time. Defended the rush and the net front as well as they have, and they were able to get through an onslaught by a team that's pushing for the playoffs in that last twenty and come away with the win. It's a good win. That's thirteen. Let's go for Lucky fourteen 13. on Wednesday. Let's beat LA. Can we beat LA? I know. It just feel as Arizona, you just have to beat LA. I I I hate. I just hate time. LA. There's enough tank time. Just beat LA. You know, with Dustin Brown and Copter, all those guys that we saw in 2012. Just beat LA, and then we'll worry about the tank later. We'll have plenty of time to deal with that when the time comes when they go back. Exactly. Exactly. We see said it that this team needs to get wins. It's so dejecting to make it through with so few wins. And I think this is a good time to pull up the punch card. Oh, I cannot wait. Oh, look at that, another red dot. Look, another orange one. See, I, I think guess. when somebody said, and I don't remember, we have to win game 56. We need a connect four. Oh, like, for a start, connect four. Yeah, okay. we got to start getting, we got to start looking at a connect four. So there has to be some more wins in there somewhere. We'll keep um, working on it. <laughs> see, here's Sus using see? a sentence. Petey's saying he's wearing <laughs> pants as Sus. See, there you go. Please <laughs> use it in a sentence. Now I got it. See? These kids oh, today. Um, all right. One more. I just have one more thing before we go, because there was a question in the chat earlier that I started because I just wanted to, this could be like our closing topic, but which former coyote has the best chance at a cup? <sighs> Darcy well, right, now, right now, it's got to be the guy that we said was best chance to win the Vesna. It's got to be Darcy Kemper because you go to the teams that are on the top, but Anthony Duclair in Florida. Oh, I you've forgot got, about that. You've got Martin Nuke and Ranta and um, uh, D'Angelo in um, Tony D in Carolina. They've got a really good hockey team. <sighs> Kemper in the West. I, I don't know Bunting. Bunting's an outside shot in, in the East. I, I would say Connor Garland and O. 
probably not so much. This year. Well, we'll see where Connor Garland ends up. Possibly yeah, that's a good point. Maybe it was the Boston. Maybe it was the Boston and gets them over the hump. Um, but it's interesting that there are going to be plenty of old Yotes to root for um, come the playoffs. And I, I think there are some great matchups. And I don't know uh, if people watch hockey other than the Coyotes, but there are some really, really good hockey teams playing right now. Carolina Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers are unbelievably fun teams to watch so if you get a chance make sure you're, you're tuning into some of these other teams it's great to see the coyotes win tonight but um there are some good hockey being played right now all around the league definitely that was a good question by the way it is a good that question. might need thank, some more yeah. research yeah michael thank you for that question and we'll um well how about we'll pose that question tomorrow on twitter at phnx underscore coyotes so you can um respond on there we'll pop it in the discord as well if you're a member you also get access to our members only discord that pd and craig and i are in or one of us at least is in there daily so um join us there um and answer us on twitter at phnx underscore coyotes we're trying to get pd to do a tiktok dance follow phnx sports on tiktok that's Lots sus. Of good stuff on there that's that's sus. that's so sus but i think that if any video is going to beat the video that the tiktok that i'm in that has like I don't know, 310,000 yeah. views or something no, like that. No, it won't be mine. Come on. 10. Uh, <laughs> 10 views. It'll be just the guys from the office. Yeah. Be slapping. It'll be slapping. Well, Can I say slapping? Is that a thing? Yeah. You. Yeah. Look at, look at Petey learning the lingo. It I slaps. love it. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, anyway, follow PHNX underscore Coyotes on Twitter and follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. Um, we're going to have a couple of days off here at the beginning of the week. We'll be back Wednesday night for that late night post-game show um, for that 8 o'clock game against LA on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. We'll have that audio episode with Jesse Granger on Thursday. Post-game Friday, Tucson Saturday. Big week ahead. We're and a game on Sunday. And a game on Sunday. So just a lot, a lot going on. The road oh to the God. trade deadline is here, and it's going to be... It's, there's some fun stuff in there. So Yeah, there is. it's going to be a good week. There's a lot going on this week. It's going to be yeah. a lot of fun. Yep. And again, a plug. If you haven't checked out the French Bulldog episode, go back and watch that. Do not listen watch to that it. one. Watch Do it. Do not listen. Um, and then also our prospect reports from last week as well. Um, those are timeless. So check those out wherever you get your podcast. Like, subscribe, leave us a review. It's super helpful. And uh, I think that's I think that's it from from us. And we'll see everyone back on Wednesday and have a great week, everyone.